Ladies and gentlemen, get those dollars ready. Coming up next to the stage on the Other Ground Podcast, it's your host, Passive J and Ryan. Good afternoon. It is another exciting edition of the Other Ground Live. I'm Passive J. That's Ryan over there. Say hello, Ryan. What up, you slack-jawed fuck stains? <laughs> I think that's as close as we're going to get. Uh, I see we've got the OG army or already forming up in the chat box, so I'm sure it's going to be a great show. Uh, so how did your day go, Ryan? You know, it was a day. Today was what, Tuesday? Yeah, yeah, it was. Yes, sir. The only reason I know this is because that's the day we have to put the garbage out, so I have to keep track of that shit. Well, at least you remembered what day it was. Yeah, well, you know, I'm good at that kind of shit. What day it is. I can even tell you what time it is most of the time. So <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a real, that's a real yeah. winning trait. I've got skills. <laughs> so did your day go all right? I know you worked and all that good stuff, working from home, if you can call it work. Yeah, it's, it's work, right? Like, yeah. it's a bunch of retarded conference calls, and that is the day. Right, 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 exactly. So you're now you're kicking back and relaxing with your white claw. Uh, what fla- Are you still going with the off-brand, or are you b- back on your regular white claws? No, generally white claw, unless they're out, and then it's kind of a free-for-all. Right. Well, what flavor are you uh, doing today? We are going with the black cherry. Black cherry. All right. You know, I've got almost a whole case of it in my uh, refrigerator. I drank it. It wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great either. So, you know, I imagine I'll keep it for when people come over on those. So it's going to be in my refrigerator for probably the next couple of years. <laughs> Because I never have people. Well, I, I have people come over like twice a year. Normally, her parents will come over on like the holidays or something and visit. If we're not visiting over there, but that's about it. So, and I don't think uh, her parents are big white claw people. Yeah, I see you more as like a old English forty and some Boone's Farm. <laughs> nope, I was uh, Bud Bud Light and Jack Daniels uh, and the occasional uh, Jameson uh, just to switch it up when I was drinking. Or or, yeah. or or anything you handed to me, really, when I was drinking. That's what I would buy on my own. I'll drink goddamn pretty much fucking anything. I remember one time drinking white Russians all night. God, that was a... It started out as a fun night. <laughs> it didn't end up as one, though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't milk, know you were in the Big Lebowski. Oh, milk and alcohol is a really horrible mix, man. <laughs> I, you, know you're, you know you're fucking fucked up when you're too drunk to go into the diner to eat after the bar. Come on, food! No, oh, come on, dude! You'll be great! No, just let me hang out here by the uh, in the uh, truck and occasionally lean out the window and puke. You guys go ahead and have fun in the all night diner. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the chat. I think you're you're much more of a Zima guy. Zima, we did Zimas when we were teenagers, like Zima, and you take a couple Jolly Ranchers. And watermelon was my favorite. And you drop them in the Zima, and supposedly that made it taste like a uh, watermelon Jolly Ranchers, but really it still just tasted like shit. <laughs> but it was colored shit instead of clear now. So we, you know, we, that was a big thing when we were teens. Uh, not that we were huge Zima drinkers, but they got brought around every once in a while. Once again, when you're you know in the party uh, phase, you'll drink just about anything if you're if you're drunk enough. Yeah, sounds like you hung around some very, very not straight individuals. <laughs> uh, did you uh, ever do Mad Dog? Nope, was never a Mad Dog guy. Uh, I drank that a couple few times. My aunt introduced me to that. She she apparently was a big fan of it. Uh, she was she also introduced me to the game of spoons. Have you ever played spoons before? 
No, but I'm assuming you've spooned with many men. <laughs> okay, the way spoons works, and I've seen a whole bunch of different variations of it, is basically you take the amount of people playing and put that many spoons out in the middle of the table minus one. And then you play a card game where at some very, this, there's a whole bunch of different card games that are variations of it, but at some point someone will throw down their hand because they got the certain combination of cards. So basically the, the dealer who is at a disadvantage has to go out, flip out uh, cards to people. Here's your card, 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 here's your card. And then the first time someone gets like a three of a kind or something like that, they, they flow, throw down their hand and grab a spoon. And then everyone else has to grab a spoon. And the one that uh, doesn't get a spoon has to be the dealer for the next round. Um, which is a okay game, but if you're drunk off your ass, it gets really fucking physical really quick. And I saw my aunt who weighed maybe a hundred pounds, throw a almost 300 pound man across the table to get a spoon from him. Uh, matter of fact, uh, my uncle banned that game after they broke the table uh, twice, <laughs> but it was good times. That is some real white trash shit. You've never Impressive. played drinking games? Oh, come on. Everyone's played drinking games at some point or another. That was that, That's a pretty mild one when it comes right down, down to it, uh, sitting at a table, you know, as opposed to... No, we, we don't play... Games. No, no, we didn't play spoons. We played, you know, things like beer pong where you ended up, you know, taking the, the decently stacked chick on your team so she could flash the other team. Ah, Right, right. Well, I never played any of those college-level uh, drinking games because, you know, I wasn't in college. Well, you didn't actually know any women, but, you know, I digress. Uh, uh, you're getting all fuzzy again. Uh, like, you sound like shit. Uh, talk some more, sir, so I can make fun of it. So, is the connection just weird, or what's going on? Because I probably have the nicer microphone of the two of us. Okay. Oh, no. That's we'll, we'll talk about that bullshit at some point. But no, you're getting some staticky. You might want to hang up and call back or some shit like that. All right. Well, you tell some ridiculous story. I'll be back in like eight minutes to save the chat. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, my microphone's way better than his anyways. That's some bullshit. You can tell just by the sound quality. Listen to these velvety tones. I don't really sound like this. I have a really high-pitched voice. It's all digital filters and microphones and stuff to make me sound cool. You know, I sound uh, pretty much like Urkel. That's uh, a really good comparison. Uh, since I look like a white version of him anyways, uh, it's appropriate that I actually sound like him. But thank, thank God for modern technology because with all the filters and technology and all that shit, I come out sounding like this. So anyone can sound like this if you really want to spend the money on it. Uh, so, you know, go go ahead and start your own podcast and sound like this. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, I guess he has to call back. Come on, Ryan. Call back. I could send him another invite, but he can just call back. It's easier. Okay, I see he's entered the live studio. Oh, he's online. He came back. He didn't have to call back this time. He didn't uh, time. Excellent. You're back, sir. Well, well, I shouldn't ever hack to actually call back. I should just be able to rejoin with the same link. Is the static gone? Are we good? Y yes, it is. You sound awesome, or as awesome as you get anyways. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not good at this roasting thing. I'm sorry. No. Uh, oh, well, but we were speaking of drinking. Uh, do you have anything that you just won't drink anymore that you got too fucked up on? Uh, yeah, I will not get too fucked up on tequila, um, mainly because the last time I got truly fucked up on tequila, I was sitting on the couch, there was a bunch of us sitting around, and I punched this guy in the face because he wouldn't give me the remote, uh, and it did turn out that the remote was in my other hand. <laughs> yeah, it is, it's kind of embarrassing some of the things we'll do on certain alcohols. Uh, me and vodka mixed with pink lemonade have got some bad memories. <laughs> Was his name but, Steve? No, no, no. But let's just say uh, vodka mixed with pink lemonade is awesome for weight reduction. 
uh, at least <laughs> visually. Yeah, I can't remember the last time I threw up from drinking. Like, I don't know if that was ever a thing. Oh, no, I didn't throw up from it. I just made some really questionable decisions uh, regarding my sleeping partners for that night. <laughs> I woke up the next night and went, really? Oh, shit. Okay, well, yeah, I guess I shouldn't drink that shit anymore. <laughs> now, I, I did it, bend a chick over a, uh, a deck once while she was throwing up. Oh, that's very classy. <laughs> hey, she was, she was, her face was away from me. We were fine. <laughs> but, uh, well, but white Russians are what the, are the thing that I won't drink because they made me sick. I can't even phantom drinking one now, but they were delicious. It's not like they were a bad tasting drink. It just fouls up your stomach too bad. Uh, yeah, I, I don't get dairy products and alcohol mixing. That just does not seem like a good idea. If you're going to have like one or two, that's it's not a bad idea. It's not a bad uh, social drink. But if you you can't make a night of drinking out of it, you're just gonna uh, do yourself punishment at the end of the night. Well, aren't you fucking lactose intolerant anyway? I am now. That was twenty, thirty years ago. I had no clue, and uh, I don't know if I even was because I didn't have stomach issues like that when I was in my twenties. Um, but there are there are certain alcohols I just won't drink just because they they seem foul in the first place. Like I've never had any bad experiences with tequila, but I don't really like it. Like margaritas are tolerable, but only if I can't smell the tequila at all. That's one of the worst smelling uh, alcohols I can think of. Yeah, see, I don't have much of a, a sense of smell, so hmm. that doesn't play into it. Oh, me neither. Uh, but it tastes like it smells. So, <laughs> so when I when, uh, when I get that faint whiff of it, I'm like, oh, that's exactly what it tastes like too. So I've been, never been a fan of that. Um, tried scotch a couple times, and that's pretty bad too. Um, well, that's one of those ones I can see yourself uh, developing a taste for it, but I don't see any point in me trying to do so. <laughs> or it's like just like some people smoke cigars. That for me, that'd be the same thing. You, you'd have to develop a taste for it. I don't see any point in trying to, to do so. Oh, yeah, goddamn dogs. <laughs> scotch, isn't, scotch isn't bad. It's just the probably the worst kind of whiskey but you know i can see why some people like it right right yeah and uh, there's lots of uh here at the catalano studios we advocate having dogs around at all times uh, unfortunately it does affect our on-air performance occasionally um <laughs> so i apologize for that guys uh, there's just someone walking by or a squirrel in the yard or maybe a bird flew by or maybe a butterfly farted in fucking Idaho, but there is something that really needs to be barked at right now. <laughs> I love him to death, but man, that part annoys me about having dogs. <laughs> you have dogs. dogs. Does, that, just... does that ever give you an issue? Well, mine are much better behaved. Like I've actually trained them, oh. but yes, now and then they will bark a little bit, but not like that crazy yapping behind you. Oh, well, it's not too bad, really. And again, remember, there's two of them, uh, so they make no, no, more noise than one dog, obviously. And they like to set oh, each other up. imagine that. Two is more than one. Right. <laughs> fucking math scholar. All right. Well, anyways, I, I'm sure, hopefully it's not too bad for you guys, and we're going to move on for it. I, from it. I just wanted to apologize for my dog's unprofessionalism. <laughs> so, Jay, how'd you, uh, how'd you clog the toilet? Oh, okay. Well, the, for those uh, who haven't been on the OG uh, thread today, uh, I had plumbing issues. Uh, our plumbing system, uh, not just the toilet, like the toilet and the uh, tub and even the sink occasionally, uh, would make gurgling noises after you used it. 
Like, you know, you'd use it. There wouldn't be any problems, but like, I mean, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be taking a shower, do, 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 taking a shower, putting the shampoo in. And all of a sudden the toilet would start making this glug, 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 glug sound. But that was it. We never had anything backups. The, the, you know, the tub drained just fine. The toilet uh, flushed just fine. And it went on like that for about six months uh, until yesterday where it went, you know, glug, glug, glug when I uh, took a shower. Then I got out, peed, flushed it, and it didn't want to drain. I just kind of hung out there. So I, I had to take out the plunger and plunge it down. And eventually it, it would go down, but it took a while. And then I flushed it again to, you know, try to rinse off the uh, plunger and all that good shit because you don't want pee, a pee plunger <laughs> and pl- flush it down again. But I knew we had issues. So we ran up to the hardware store and I bought some enzymes uh, to put into the di- various different uh, uh, places like the tub and the sink. And uh, I made sure I bought one that you can put right in the toilet because that seemed to be part of the problem. And uh, we just dealt with the very slow draining toilet all over the course of yesterday. And at the end of the night, put all these uh, various enzymes in and went to bed. Um, I got up this morning, uh, peed and flushed and it didn't do anything. I'm like, oh shit. So I plunged it and it actually went down quicker than it had been the day before. So I knew the enzymes had did something. So there was some sort of, you know, but it wasn't enough, and it, we'd bought 20 bucks worth of it, and it had barely did anything, and it said right on the box that might require multiple treatments. So we decided it was time to get a plumber, uh, a, a plumber in. So we called the plumber. Um, they said, you know, uh, 130 bucks uh, first 100 feet. So as long as it was in, as long as the uh, uh, problem was within 100 feet of the, the thing, we were fine. And while I have a very large lot, I'm pretty close to the front of the road, so I didn't figure there's no, any way it could be outside of that range. So as long as there wasn't something catastrophic going on, I figured we were going to be okay. So he gets here. Uh, first thing, you know, he comes in, goes downstairs, check out, checks out the basement plumbing and stuff like that. Um, then comes, goes outside, looks around, comes back all excited. Turns out I have something called a, a, an outside clean out. Uh, he's really excited about it. You know, and he's, he's uh, asking questions like who did our plumbing? You know, he's, I don't know. I guess it's impressive. Uh, you know, our, my house was built in 1930. So obviously I can't tell him who built, who did the plumbing on it. Um, but he's very happy to apparently not have to drag all that shit down into the basement. <laughs> um, so he just goes around to the side of the house, opens something up, uh, puts his machine in and goes to work. And man, did he, that man beat the shit out of my plumbing. A fucking, it, it was, I, I don't know if it was supposed to be noisy, but it was very, very noisy and made all kinds of this, uh, weird smells. And, uh, we went downstairs once or twice just to make sure nothing was breaking loose, but it was all fine. And so really uh, after, after he shoved it in, uh-huh. like he really did a number on your pipes. Is what you're saying. Oh God. Yeah. God. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, you'd be surprised. I, I thought it'd be t- pretty tight in there, but you could hear it rattling around quite a bit, you know? So I was surprised. I mu- they, it, the, it must be bigger in there than I thought. That's what Steve said. <laughs> so, uh, he told us, you know, that when he reached in there to, into the, uh, um, uh, to clean out uh place and why he'd do that i don't know i never told him he needed to touch our stuff he said it was mostly grease in there which surprised me i was talking to my wife about it i'm like i figured it'd be hair or maybe roots growing in there but he said most of it was grease i wonder what's up with that uh that's when i discovered that someone had been pouring their cooking grease in the toilet when they're done with it (laughs) Well, we all know you don't cook, so uh, yeah, yeah. So I think we know who the uh, 
who it's the, obviously uh, the milkman once he was done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Once he was done, I was like, well, babe, I'm not an expert on plumbing, but I don't think you can do that. When growing up, the, the, my mom always poured it into a can or something like that. I never saw her throw it, pour it into the toilet. I think that's probably what was the problem. So, so she's not going to do that anymore. Uh, and hopefully we won't have any more issues. Well, and who would ever think to do that in the, like the toilet? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> fucking weird. I guess to flush it away. I, you know, I, but I, I don't know why that makes it any better than the sink. But I guess she figured maybe the bigger diameter would make it not a problem or something. But that's probably what it was. And it turned out to be surprisingly easy. Uh, and I know you can rent equipment for it, but the price was reasonable enough that I don't see why you would. Uh, from what I understand, it costs like around a hundred bucks to rent an auger from like Home Depot or one of those places, anyways. And the guy charged us one hundred and thirty bucks. I'm like, well, geez, yeah. I mean, uh, that doesn't really seem worth it to do it yourself, even for handymen that you know, like that are capable of doing shit like that. Although, honestly, it seems like one of the few things I could have probably done. Um, I mean, shit, would you would you uh, pay someone? Would you do it yourself to save thirty bucks on something like that? Fuck no. Yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah, going to do my own like upkeep and shit like that. Oh come on! Yeah, that's there's one thing between upkeep and another, another thing is like fucking around with pipes and poop. And like I said, he stuck his hand in that shit. So you know, uh, I don't like I said. Till, I still don't know why. I don't think that was necessary. Maybe that's his thing. Um, but yeah, so that's what's been going on with my day. Um, also, feel like shit all day. Um, don't know why. Maybe I've got the corona. I doubt it. Uh, but I but I was actually having bathroom issues in the morning, which was lovely because yeah. You know, because <laughs> you're like, oh no, I got to poop and then I'm going to have to plunge it like three times to get it down there, which means I'm going to be standing over a big toilet full of poop for like five or ten minutes working on this shit. Oh, it's a great day. <laughs> so I'm, I'm actually surprised you, just didn't, surprised you just didn't hop in the shower. Any shower is <laughs> a toilet if you work hard enough. I know, but that just, well, you get rubber. We're having backup problems. That's the last thing I want is in the, in the tub. <laughs> and, you know, I, honestly, it's just not something I could do. It, it just seems too gross. In an emergency situation, I'm sure I could, but it's not something I would normally think of to fix the problem. You know, I don't want to wobble well, do start my poop. Do you have a garbage disposal in your sink? No, I do not. Oh, well, you really now, are poor, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> now, what I do have, uh, and what we could use in emergencies is, and now it's pretty far away, but uh, it's like three, 300, 350 feet from the back of my house to the back of my yard. But there's a small patch of woods back there. And what I have um, is a, I don't know what the name for it is, but it's uh, it's a toilet seat that goes over a toilet. Like it's a higher up seat. It's uh, that goes over your toilet and that so that when you sit down, you don't have to sit as far and it's got handles on either side of it. It's for like if you're sick or an invalid so that you can still sit down on the toilet without falling over and killing yourself. Um, so you have an, a handicap booster seat for your toilet. Yes, I do. I, well, we don't use it anymore, but when I was sick, uh, it was, I had a lot of mobility issues cause they, you know, uh, the, the surgery wound was right in my gut. You know, and I don't, I don't know if you ever had any kind of surgery in that area, but it, it's, it makes mobility in general really hard. Um, so my stepdad had this from my mom cause her health was f uh, failing pretty bad in the last couple of years. Um, and when she passed away, he just, he didn't, he didn't throw it away. It was just sitting around. So when I got sick, he gave it to us. And, and I used it until I was better. And then we threw it in our garage. I was going to give it back to him, but he was killed in a motorcycle accident last year. So I wasn't able to do that. Uh, so it's just been sitting around. 
Um, so now all of a sudden it, it with between the toilet paper issues and these plumbing issues and this and the other, it seems like a really valuable item that and a bucket is a toilet anywhere, man. Do you have any stories that like end in any sort of partially happy ending? Um, I don't know. I'm still around. That's happy. Right. I mean, <laughs> I didn't die from the whole cancer uh, thing. It, depend- it depends on who you ask on that one. But, you know. <laughs> happy for me anyways. Yeah. Well, well, I will admit I went through a, a pretty rough couple of years. Um, in the span of two, two years or so, uh, I got shingles, which was the, uh, probably the uh, happiest part. <laughs> Wait a minute, I might have my, I, you know, you know, actually, you know, I'm sorry. I actually have my uh, uh, events out of order. My mom uh, passed away. Uh, actually, she killed herself from suicide. Uh, then I got the shingles, which is actually the, the best part of the story. But trust me, they're I don't they're not fun. I don't wish them on anybody. Um, and then I uh, got kidney cancer. Um, and then my dad was killed in a motorcycle accident. Uh, and then because of the wording from the will, uh, my stepbrother was able to make sure that, uh, he got everything from the will and me and my brother didn't get anything. Um, so yeah, that was a fun two and a half years <laughs> and not all those but, things are really, you know, horrible comparatively speaking, but yeah, it was, it, was, it wasn't easy losing both my parents in like a year. Yeah. So in better news uh, about toilets, are you going to pick up the new smart toilet that's being developed? No, but I do. I do want one of those Japanese toilets, uh, you know, with the built-in bidet and the heated seat, and you know, there's they do all kinds of things. Apparently, some of them will like tell you the weather while you're sitting there and pooping. Well, this it's, one's different. This one's oh. actually like doing analysis while you're like taking a shit. Uh, uh, analysis of what? Just your poop, like fecal analysis? Yeah. So Stanford is working on a smart toilet. Um, it'll actually identify you by either if you're you're pissing or shitting, but there will be a fingerprint reader on the toilet handle. And then when you sit down, it'll actually read your anal print, which is apparently <laughs> akin to a fingerprint. And it actually will like measure like the pressure of your urine stream or like the consistency of your shit. And it can help like flag things like health events and cancer and things like this. Oh my God. Could you imagine? Uh, I have so many questions. (laughs) So your your toilet will say, Hey Jay, you have cancer again. (laughs) Well, at least I heard it from a friend, you know, that's, um, wow. I mean, good for them. I mean, that's, uh, I can't imagine trying to develop that sort of thing. You know, product testing has got to be a pain in the ass. Actually, it seems like it would be pretty comfortable. <laughs> uh oh, look, uh, reading over the pat- chat box, Andy s- says he's out. Maybe I should back it up. What's the matter, Andy? Am I d- depressing you? Is it a bad, uh, or am I having a bad uh, day making you have a bad day? I'm not, it's, I'm not complaining, dude. My life is awesome. I'm a shit happens to everybody. Called, okay, well, now you're good because I think at one point you called the shit poop and then. Everything uh, well, just out the window. well, you know, I try not to. You get to remember, I have a, a, a lot of experience speaking. Um, Publicly, I get publicly, I guess would be the way to put it. So I try to censor myself quite a bit as much as I can. It's kind of self-conscious. You know, I mean, obviously I swear uh, quite a bit, but certain phrases and stuff come easier to me like that, I guess. You know? So there is other good news for you. Uh So the details came out today about the extra $600 that people on unemployment are getting. Okay. Uh, Looks like it's going to run through the end of July. 
Okay. God, I hope I'm back to work back th- by then. I mean, obviously it's nice to get paid not to work, but God, I'm fucking bored out of my mind. And it's not enough, you know, even if the restrictions were off and you can go out and do stuff. I, I tell people all the time that after a week or two, uh, being not working is a pain in the ass unless you're rich. I mean, if you've got plenty of money to go out and like go on vacations and go do the, follow this hobby or that hobby, it's awesome. But for the average person, it fucking sucks. There's a reason retired people get bored and fucking, you know, go back and try to get part-time jobs and go back to work. Uh, it's very hard to fill up their, your time all, all day, every day. You know, I want to go well, back right to now, work. You have, you have 23 hours a day uh-huh. to do research and think of topics and, and go out there and market a podcast. And no, instead you almost cancel because of a plumber. <laughs> no, I almost canceled because I didn't canceled mostly because I didn't feel well. I felt really crappy today. I actually took a nap. I never nap. I'm I, I'm against naps for personally because it fucks with my insomnia. Uh, but I went to I took a nap today for two or three hours from like eleven to two or some shit like that. Uh, and just, you have insomnia. Good lord. Oh, I, I had mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I have I have bad insomnia. <laughs> I don't think we've gone through any topic on this show in what is it almost coming on three weeks. Mm-hmm. where we don't end a conversation and you're like, yeah, I have insomnia or <laughs> yeah, my leg fell off during the war. <laughs> like there's always some, some condition with you. Well, yeah, well, no, I, yeah, I do have insomnia. Uh, it's controlled though. I take something for it. Um, before, before I, I was taking something that got really bad. Um, I, yeah, it I've, I've it, controlled insomnia too. I, I cannot sleep until I lay down and go to bed. <laughs> I didn't realize how bad it was until I started wearing those fitness trackers that uh, kept track of uh, how well you sleep. And even then, I didn't believe it until I tried two or three of them that gave me the same results. Um, before I started taking pills uh, for it, I would go to bed at 9 o'clock, um, fall asleep. I was tired. didn't Never any problems falling asleep. Wake up at like 11.30, midnight, and that was it. After that, I would doze. Like I'd be up, wake up every. I'd fall asleep, wake up every hour. Fall asleep, wake up every hour. My sleep tracker said that I was, even though I was in bed for eight hours, I was only getting like three or four hours of sleep tops. I'm normally, so you about probably uh, with all of your other issues, you probably also have some form of sleep apnea. No, the, surprisingly not, because I have none of the symptoms for it, and I don't have the build for it. Uh, the, the doctor that prescribed me the uh, the pill said uh, he will uh, try this and see if it works. He goes, if it doesn't work, we can, of course, give you a sleep study. He goes, but on his honest opinion, he doesn't think that sleep apnea is the issue. Um, which and Why since would I take you not it, just do the sleep study anyway? Wouldn't you rather kind of explore all the options and not be on medication if you don't need to be? I don't know. I, I trust my doctor. You know, uh, he said it, he said it's in, unlikely, and so try this. He he says if it is sleep apnea, this pill won't fix it anyway. So we'll know one way or another. So he said, figure he wanted to go with the more likely uh, possibility first, rather than rather than me have me suffer through you know insomnia while they're doing the sleep studies and figuring that shit out. So to me, it made or, sense. Or he, he was right. To, <laughs> or he just wanted to give you the pills that he probably gets a kickback on. <laughs> no. Uh, however, since, and, and I, I struggle with it until I, I missed a day of work uh, last year. So I've been taking these pills for a little less than a year now. And that was the end of it. I, I pride myself on that missing work. I've only called in like three times in the last 15 years. So I, I, that upset me. And I finally broke down and talked to my doctor about it. Turns out I talked to him about it about four or five years ago. Uh, cause it, like I said, it's been bothering me for years. And back then he'd said, you know, um, 
to you know keep track of it and then come back if it's a, still a problem because he looked down at his chart he goes well apparently it's still a problem i guess it's time we do something about this and it helped i take something uh traxidone i think it's called it's supposedly actually an actually an antidepressant although it's only mildly effective as that but the but that's what it was developed for but the, apparently they turned out that it actually works pretty good as a uh, uh help pretty helps with insomnia quite a bit and it does um before, as I mentioned, it seemed like I was getting three or four hours of sleep. Now it says I get like five or six hours of sleep. I still have the same issue, but when I go to bed, the chunk of time before I wake up is longer. Now I go to bed at like nine o'clock and sleep until like two and then wake up off and on until I get up. So it doesn't sound like a big difference, but the an extra two hours of solid sleep has made a lifetime of difference in my life in my life it's i feel so much better i'm still tired and i still have sleep issues but i can function you know and that's all you need you know i, I well, it's once again it's not really a problem <laughs> well it is if you're only getting five hours of sleep a night that that is a problem it's yeah, really yeah. just being masked by some pills like you should probably work on things like your diet and obviously you do try to work out but staying you know consistent with that being on a schedule as far as sleeping and like all the things you're supposed to do as a human instead of masking it with a pill. Well, yeah, I know that, but <laughs> pills well, that are easy. Too hard, right? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, you know, uh, once again, it's all stuff that I work on. You know, everything's a work in progress. No one's perfect. And I'm sure all, we're all working on different aspects of our life to get better. So what are you actually working on? Um, all kinds of things. Uh, like for, for example, uh, and we were speaking about the protein stuff. I still haven't taken any protein powder or eaten any protein bars, even though it's made me feel kind of hungry the past couple of days. Cause I'm sure I'm not getting as much, uh, uh, calorie intake as I would, but we're, but I'm working on that too. You know, uh, eating more foods I don't normally eat just cause just to eat them. Uh, as here's a, w- a weird example. My wife likes to eat multi meal in the morning. I'm that's not my thing, <laughs> yeah. but, uh, despite the, so uh, yeah, I'll, I'll normally have like a granola bar, uh, like for breakfast, I had like a granola bar and a, and a banana, uh, before it would have been a protein drink. But when she got up and made multi meal, I was like, and she made me put it in front of me. I was like, Oh, okay. I guess I'll eat this too. So I am trying. I'm not, not exactly a uh, health food multi meal actually, but calories in is uh, better than no calories at all. I think. So do you actually eat like any sort of like lean protein, like any sort of meat or like vegetables or like all I hear about is like oatmeal and multi meal and protein powder. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, things yeah. in your life. Oh, yeah. No, no. We eat like uh, um, we had chicken and rice for dinner last night. Uh, we're going to have steak here in the next day or two because I finally uh, managed to find some of the store. Actually had it delivered because the prices were reasonable. Um, you know, I'd like, that's one of, one of the few things I do cook is steak. Uh, and we'll probably have like steak. Uh, I'm not sure if we have any mashed potatoes left in there. Uh, but probably steak, mashed potatoes, uh, asparagus or green beans or something like that. And I don't eat a ton of them, but I try to make sure I eat at least a little bit of the asparagus or green beans to, you know, get some variety and vitamins in you and stuff. I mean, I do take a multivitamin, but I'm not hundred percent sure if that really is, does anything or not. Do you <laughs> take vitamin D3? I don't know. Is it, I take a multivitamin. Uh, General is not a multivitamin. Sure. The, the, no, I do not. Uh-uh. So number one, you need to get vitamin D3. Mm-hmm. Number two, what you should try is get a bunch of beef, whether it be like cheaper cuts of steak or even some ground beef, if that's the way you have to go. Cook up about, I would say, 
eight ounces for each meal you're going to plan, have a cup of rice, and then whatever vegetables you like, and do that every three hours for a day. And keep on with that for a while and see if like your life improves, which it will. Wait, let me, let me think this mess. So you're saying eight ounces of uh, beef every three hours. So uh, you're awake eight, 18 hours. So you're like talking like eight times a day. You can, you can take off the last like two meals there to actually sleep, but this would also help your sleep. But as far oh, as no, like I, waking I figured, hours. I went, I, went, I went that over 18 hours. I just did the math in my head really quick. Uh, if nothing else, I'm not sure if I can afford to eat that much fucking meat every day. <laughs> That's a lot of meat, man. Yeah, it's not that much. Yeah, I get, well, I guess if it's hamburger, yeah, I, there's no way I can eat that much steak every day. That'd be too expensive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, I've been uh, I've been telling the wife that we should probably get some hamburger and just because uh, like, that's one of the things I like. I like to do hamburger mixed with it, with stuff like noodles or rice or things like that. That's always a good meal. I'm not a huge fan of. I like hamburgers, but uh, I figure it's healthier without the buns and stuff. And if you're not going to have a bun, you might as well mix it within something else, anyways, right? So there you go. Like, and, and even to keep it simple, just start with a few ounces of, say you're going to do hamburger, go ahead and do hamburger. A few ounces of hamburger, a cup of rice, and then like a cup of whatever vegetables you want. And like I said, try to do that every three hours for a day. You're going to have to force it because you don't like to eat like humans like to eat. But like do that for a week or two and you're going to feel better. Yeah, I imagine you're correct. Uh my semi-healthy lifestyles don't like not really healthy at all. It's just me fooling myself because it's better than like the fast food lifestyle that most most Americans live. Um, a stand-up comedian I like, uh, a guy named Ron Funches, had a joke about that. He was talking about you know losing weight and how he he already he'd weighed like three hundred eighty pounds, but he'd already lost like hundred and sixty pounds. Yeah, and he goes, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to be real healthy instead of just American healthy. <laughs> Saying it's true. You know, uh, what what I am is American healthy. I'm not real healthy. You're, it seems like the motto to your life is like, I'm not going to be the absolute worst that I could physically be. But like, that's your, that's your goal. Well, yeah, kind of. <laughs> just over what the worst could be. Well, that's not my goal, but it's always nice to not be the worst. <laughs> that's because trust ever, me, I've been in like, that position. Have you ever like actually given a real try at being the best at something? Um, mm-hmm. Yes and no. I mean, I've been the best at many things locally, like with my friends and stuff. Like I used to trounce the shit out of my friends at Street Fighter and you know, stuff like that. But you said you had like one to two friends at any point in time. Like being better yeah. than two people, that's still... No, really no, I, I, much? I, I did mention that once I hit uh, my sophomore year in high school school and made friends with my buddy, Doug, he introduced me to a large group of friend, friends. And from then on, I had kind of a normal social life. Uh, so I used to like go, going over my uh, buddy Gary's house. Uh, they, they were characters as Gary, his brother, Charlie, his brother, Josh, and their friend, Scott, who had moved in with them when his parents had abandoned him. That's a different long story, uh, but I used to love going over there, uh, playing in their Nintendo 64 and beating the piss out of them on Street Fighter. 
I don't know why, but I'm good at fighting games. I have really poor reflexes and hand hand eye coordination in real life, but it works on video games. <laughs> so I, that's I used to love going to the arcade. There's a, there's a thing you probably never experienced, even though you're actually only like ten years younger than me. Uh, arcades, like actual arcades that you go to and drop quarters in the machines. Uh, did you ever do that at all? Those were kind of phasing out. Like there were yeah. still like a few that were in like malls here and there, but they were always like shit. They never had anything like new. Oh yeah, yeah, it's, it's a sad thing. It used to be a great thing, although I spent way too much money on it. Uh, rolling through the uh, chat box, it seems like we. Oh, Sly Dog wanted to know what uh, Street Fighter character did I play? Um, I think probably Guile was my favorite one. Although I played all of them, uh, depend. Yeah, you know, it, it, uh, it was a good rotation. But if I had to pick one person, probably Guile. Um, did you play Street Fighter at all? Not, or oh, yeah, just not I your play, type I, of game? No, I've played Street Fighter. Yeah, yeah, I was always a, always a good time. Although it wasn't my fight, favorite fighting game by any means. I think that was probably Tekken. But Street Fighter was good because everybody played Street Fighter. So no matter uh, whose house you're hanging out with, you knew that you can at least play that with them because everyone loved it. Um, yeah, I think, I think you, we, were more, we were more Mortal Kombat guys. Oh yeah, I love Mortal Kombat too as well. The second one, the first one was only me, but the second one was what really made that franchise. Because um, if if nothing else, the first one, the graphics were kind of meh, then <laughs> they and they really picked them up quite a bit in the second one. Well, I mean, you're uh, talking like, about Street Fighter. The graphics there were shit too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But they are cartoon shitty. So yeah. Um, oh, another good one was Street Fighter versus Marvel. That was a great uh, uh, arcade game. When I was, this is back in like the early nineties. Uh, we had a arcade we used to go to called Silver, Silver Ball, Silver Ball Arcade, and it was just in a little strip mall. And it wasn't a very big uh, place at all. It was a standard strip mall size across, so like what fifteen feet across. You know what a standard strip mall store uh, storefront looks like, about right? I think everyone and, does. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it goes back, it went back about uh, 30, 40 feet, and then went to the right about another ten or fifteen feet, like a little L. So it wasn't very big at all. But uh, Raj, the guy that owned it, knew his market fucking. He knew his people perfectly. He filled that thing with nothing but fighting games and pinball games. There was like three or four old games, like a, a Pac-Man here or there. But the vast majority was like he had Street Fighter. He had Tekken 2. He had Tekken 3. He had Marvel versus Capcom. He had uh, Samurai Showdown. He had um, Primal Instinct. He had Killer Instinct. He... Uh, she, all he, there, he had a couple other ones that I can't even remember the names of. That's all he had in most majority of it. And then the rest of it were pinball games. Uh, he'd have pinball leagues every week where people would go up and like, play rotation of all the uh, uh, pinball games. And whoever had the highest total score at the edit together was the winner. Uh, it was just a great place, and I had a lot of fond memories there. Um, uh, yeah, virtual people on the chat box are talking about virtual fighter. Yep, they had that one there. Um, they had, what's the weapons one? God. Um... I can't, yeah, I can't no remember. The idea. <laughs> Take her over for a second, Ryan. I've got a cough. Oh, wonderful. All I can say is Jay in an arcade really just shoots out like that. Parents Sorry. would steer their children away from those arcades. Really? They were, they were uh, and, uh, it was soul caliber. Uh, thank you, Doss. Uh, he, he was able to uh, remember the name of the game. Um, no, I mean, in, where I the arcade was was on the edge of uh, a, a shitty city, Pontiac. 
but so we, we used to occasionally get a couple of the uh, more urban people in there. But it was cool. No one ever had any problems. They put up their quarters just like everybody else. Uh, we had this uh, one guy in there named Jay, uh, black kid, uh, tall, skinny black kid, uh, was amazingly good. Uh, always had a bandaid on his face. We noticed it moved every day to a different spot. Like it was, it wasn't, it was a fashion statement bandaid, which always fascinated me. <laughs> but uh, goddamn, he was good at that. He's one of the few people that I couldn't beat on the regular. He just fucking smoked me like a pack of cools. Uh, did you? Uh, there you go. There's a segue. Um, did you ever have something that you liked doing, but someone you knew just fucking beat you at it on a regular basis? <sighs> so ah. if we're going to talk about video games, we did have this kid that was ridiculously good at Halo. And he would kick the shit out of all of us. Always. I think he ended up actually going and doing like tournaments and being like, you know, almost a professional nerd that uh yeah that little special nerd, nerd. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i don't know anybody that was that good at uh, uh video games but uh let me roll back up someone's talking about uh let me, the chat box man i really wish i could pay, pay better attention to this thing while we're talking because there's that's where the real show is on the chat box for all you people that are listening uh, I'm just a diversion. You need to hop on here and read the chat box. The OG army brings this shit every single night. Uh, they're the real show. <laughs> Apparently, yeah, Sly was really good. Like, some... Oh, go ahead, sir. If you could, you know, talk and read at the same time, like that'd yeah, be yeah, a better world. No, I'm not really good at that. Apparently, uh, Sly is really good at a video game, but I didn't catch which one it was. So uh, hopefully, uh, we're gonna get him on here one of these days. He uh, he wants to protect his identity. Maybe we can figure out some way to do some sort of voice hiding technology or something. That'd be awesome. <laughs> I bet you it's Dance Dance Revolution. Dance, oh, you know, I love that game. Um, okay, here's an embarrassing story. Uh, at one point, I liked that game enough because I thought it would be a good exercise that I went out and got it, and it was a good exercise, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. I mean, I'm sure I looked silly as fuck, but I enjoyed playing it to the point that at one point I went on eBay and bought like a real floor for it, like it was metal and glass, and you know, and it lit, you know, and the, instead of like the little plastic mat that they that it came with for the home version, it was an actual piece of metal and shit that you danced on, just like at the arcade. Um, it was pretty cool. <laughs> I was for, it was for like a PlayStation two or three or something. I, I remember I gave it away when I moved on to my next uh, game system because it wasn't compatible, but, uh, it was cool. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. I'm sure I look dumb as fuck playing because I'm not exactly coordinated and I'm gawky and, uh, all that good shit, but it was a good time. And for the most part, I don't really give a shit what people think about me and it was in my house so whatever <laughs> so we're going to need you to get a, a dance dance revolution mat and uh give us some videos of that <laughs> i would almost do that just because i think it would be a good exercise again that was why i did it last time unfortunately it doesn't really teach you any real dance skills like i was kind of half-ass hoping because you know like after playing it for about six months uh i was at like a christmas party for my uh work and, you know, I, I told them about it before and they had all made fun of me anyways. So some music came on the jukebox. They're like, come on, show us some of your dance moves. And for half a second, I considered it until I realized I didn't know fucking anything about it. So all, all I'd be doing would be like moving my feet back and forth from front to back and then side to side in a repetitive motion, which isn't actually dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, no kidding. Yeah. So, well, so it didn't work out for me like that, but I got exercise. Oh, crap. We've got a phone call. Oh, we did have a phone call. Call back. Call back. Come on, Daz. So you're ignoring <laughs> phone calls again. No, no, no. It popped this up in the corner. Job, I saw right? it. This is I'm your pretty job. Sure I'm, 
I'm pretty sure I didn't ignore it. I'm pretty sure it was only on for half a second. I'm innocent. I'm really good at this job. <laughs> um, Forrest, I, I've got to respond to this one on chat. Number one, yes, no, this is not on Skype. And I'm no, absolutely not naked. I have socks on. Oh, which is important because you, know, you got to keep your feet warm. <laughs> well, see, I'm oh. one of the, I'm one of those complete slot or complete like snobs about socks. Mm-hmm. I will have a new pair of socks virtually every day because there's nothing better than new socks. Oh, you know, I've heard people say that before. Um, but speaking of uh, socks, um, here's a good segue. Do you wear socks when you're sleeping? No. Yeah, do you? I mean, either I growing up, I always wore a t shirt when I was sleeping because uh, for some reason or another, I sweat a lot in my sleep. Um, not anymore. For some reason, the issue went away after a while. <laughs> but I always wore a t shirt because I didn't want to wake up in the middle of the night with a uh, you know a wet uh, a sweat stain on the uh, sheets. So I'd wear a t shirt, and then in the middle of the night, just whip off the t shirt and be okay. Uh, but nowadays, I just you know I just wear underwear because uh, thank God, about ten or fifteen years ago, I just had stopped sweating at night for some reason. To this day, I don't know why. <laughs> but my entire childhood, from like all I can remember until like my mid twenties, I always sweat a whole bunch when I was sleeping. <clears throat> yeah, see, I just do the whole sleeping naked thing just in case someone breaks in, and I have to have a gunfight with someone. If they, you know, draw on me, they're going to be drawn <laughs> towards my tremendous balls, and I'm going to get a shot. <laughs> God, what was the, uh, I can't remember, I can't remember who they were talking about. I think it was on the Andre the Giant thread on the OG, but someone made the uh, comment that he only, he only had a four inch dick, but he had balls the size of frying pans. <laughs> Just the mental image made me laugh my ass off. Well, I'm not going to say much, but they're like just slightly smaller lunchboxes. Hands and feet. <laughs> No, yeah, no, I, I, no, I, I do wear underwear when I sleep. I'd just be uncomfortable, completely naked. I think because in the back of my head, I'd always be worrying about having to leap up and get out of the house in case of a fire or something like that. And I do want to have drawers on. That's <laughs> that seems important to me. Yeah, so I've yeah, got I, I, no shame whatsoever. If I have to go out of the house naked, I'll go out of the house naked. Well, if it's winter out and shit, you're gonna wear, or you're gonna wish you were wearing drawers, man. Yeah, that'd be cold, yeah. man. Like, you don't want to get you don't want to get hypothermia on your nuts. Like a pair of boxers isn't going to do shit in the middle of winter. Ah, well, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the, yeah, I can't wear socks. I definitely can't wear socks when I'm sleeping. I immediately overheat. Uh, when I sleep, I have to have normally have one uh, foot kicked out of the blankets, anyways, or at least or at least close to the edge, so, so I could move it in and out as needed for uh, temperature control. See, like a gentleman, I just have one of those like uh, bed jet things. Uh-huh. That basically oh, provides that basically provides a fan like under the covers. Oh, you have one of those? Yeah, it's fucking amazing. Oh no, shit, man! I always wanted one of those. It works good because because uh, I'm all, yeah, I'm always hot, cold, hot, cold. I have I feel like feel like something like that would be helpful. Absolutely, yeah. All you got to do is just make sure that the you know the airflow from that thing is pointed at you know where you get the warmest, hmm. and then you're good. That'd be interesting because uh, me and my wife sleep in separate beds. Uh, we found that works better for us, but we still have the issue that I like it a lot colder than she does. So I can only have the uh, temperature in the house turned down so far before she's uncomfortable despite using uh, blankets. So, so I have yeah, to so you know, get one of those. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good idea. Uh, were they expensive? I've, I've never, never bothered to click on the ads because it seemed like something uh, luxurious and outside of my price range. 
Uh, so I think the one I have is like 300 bucks or something. I think there are cheaper, mm-hmm. cheaper things that do the exact same thing that you can probably find online. Oh, wait a minute. Apparently the, apparently the chat box is going wild about the fact that I, uh, uh, me and the wife sleep in separate beds. Uh, well, yeah, we do sleep in separate beds. It's just more comfortable for us, but let's not talk about that. Let's talk to days Don. How you doing, sir? What's up, buddy? How y'all doing? I am excellent. Thank you for calling the show. Uh, what can we do for you today? Oh, not much. I hear you guys going back and forth about temperatures, and I, I just wanted to get this out there. I woke up this morning at 5 in the morning because I was hot, but I was a little bit, you know, a little tired. I, I meant to turn the AC on. I turned the heater up to 95. <laughs> so, so we all woke up this morning drenched. There's six of us in the house, and every single one person was, like, they just came out the shower, dripping wet. Oh, so I, I, I just heard you guys talking about that, and I was like, yeah, let me let me tell them what happened to me today. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I, that'd be horrible. I could, I can't imagine it, man. That's super duper fucking hot, too. That's not like just a couple degrees over. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was half asleep, and my wife told me to go. Can you put the AC on? And I kind of put the heater up. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys managed to sleep through the night. I, that would have woke me up for sure. I've been dying. I would have woke up and said, oh, my God, fucking the Sahara Desert's in my house. <laughs> well, well, it was like 5 in the morning. And then uh, by, the time, by the time we noticed, it was like 7. So my, my wife got up. She's like, is this hell? I said, hold on. Let me go check. And it was that. It was I freaking turned it up by mistake. All right. Uh-oh. Uh, so, hey, man, uh, are you an OGer or did you just randomly find our show? I just I just bumped into y'all. I was looking at the live things. I just signed up. I'm starting a podcast. Uh, hopefully tonight. Hopefully everything goes well. Oh, uh, excellent! Uh, I, I just came across this show, and I, you know, you guys, I was listening to you guys. You guys were making me laugh a little bit. So. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, we'll give you the four one one. This is the other ground live. It is a live podcast. It started from the off-topic section of a mixed martial arts forum called the other the underground live we are the other ground which is the off-topic uh, area so it's just that all these people in this chat box are just people from the forum that are shooting this shit uh so you're more than welcome to listen to our show shit if you're gonna start a show uh promote it here for a second tell us about your show uh yeah it starts it starts tonight it's called untrained brain with days so uh we basically talk about things going on in the world you know what i mean sports NBA, but we we try to do a little twist of humor to it, and uh, it's a it's like three of us. It's like three of us. Uh, it's something new we're starting. You know what I mean? So, trying to get into the whole podcast thing. You guys are good though, man. I tell you, you guys have me rolling here, man. Oh, one thanks. Of, I appreciate it. What, one of the guys said he wasn't naked. He had socks on. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's Ryan. He's not trustworthy, but he's a good guy. Oh, no, man, fuck man. that. We're in a we're in a goddamn quarantine. What else are we gonna be doing? I tell you what, in the past three weeks of being in quarantine, I've not worn pants yet. You know what? My balls look about a decade younger. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good to know. So you're definitely a uh, advocate of letting them hang free, huh? Absolutely. We're, we're supposed to be this way. Like, you're not supposed to be wearing shoes, and your nuts should be getting plenty of air. I'll be honest with you. I've been putting on jeans once a day just to remind myself of what it fucking feels like. If I don't go back to work fucking soon, I'm just going to have to 
God. You know, I don't even have a joke ready for it. I'm actually severely frustrated about the entire situation. I want to work. I never thought I wanted to work. I always tell, used to tell the world I'm the world's laziest person. Apparently not. Apparently, I, I actually do want to do something with my life other than sit here and talk on the uh, podcast once a day. Not that I mind this part. <laughs> well, find yourself a damn hobby. All right on, right on. So, Dave, you got anything else you want to talk, uh, talk about before we let you go, man? Yeah. No, no, that's it, man. I'm going to continue listening for a while, man. All right, man. We're, we're out of here in a little bit. My wife only lets me podcast for an hour. Um, <laughs> but, but, but we appreciate you listening in, man, and we'll, uh, we'll try to check out your show tonight, man. Good luck with that. All right. Thank you. It starts like around 930, man, so hopefully I'll catch a couple of y'all on there. You guys have a good night. I'll continue listening, man. Excellent. You too, appreciate boss. It, Bye-bye. Dave. Oh, I seem like a good dude. Always appreciate a call, random caller. Uh, it's 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 crazy that I mean we expect to see the OG army in here. We're doing the show for you guys, and you guys like it. So when you guys tune in, it's awesome. Uh, but when random people tune in, it's always kind of uh, you know uh, surprises me a little bit because you know we're not for random people. Our jokes aren't for random people. They're for a very specific audience. So when someone I am sticks for the around, general public, sir, I am the uh, everyman. Yes, you are. Yeah, if, if the every man was the, the, a 300-pound Dalton who kicked the crap out of adults when he was 10, yeah, yeah, you are the every man. <laughs> You're goddamn right, every man. I drinking some white claw, eating some meat, changing some oil in vehicles. Oh God my! Oh it. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, instructions. Mm-hmm. Right, well, are you changing the oil in the mighty Ford Fusion? Fusion, or is it the truck? No, the truck. That fucking Fusion. I think you can go like five to seven thousand miles without an oil change because of the whole electric motor oh yeah 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 well and, yeah just for synthetic like uh, i think my car is supposed to go like somewhere between six and ten thousand miles before i have to change it i'm at four, i'm at four thousand it's not even close what do you drive again i drive a ford fiesta st <clears throat> like i the know m- that that's not like a super gay car but that sounds like a Super gay car. Well, the acronym for it is the FIST. If that tells you anything, Fiesta ST, FIST, get it? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually a pretty damn cool uh, little car. It gets very high. Look it up one, uh, when you get a chance. It gets uh, very good reviews. Um, for the bang for the buck, it's, you really can't beat it. Well, other than the tourist show, right? Well, yeah, yeah, and I looked, I looked it up some more after you were talking about it. Yeah, for zero to sixty in five seconds is not super duper fast, and obviously you can buy like a BMW M5 that'll do it in like fucking three seconds. But at that point, you're comparing like a forty thousand dollar car with an eighty thousand dollar car. Which you you can get a which test, you compare you can get a, a Ford Tesla to- for thirty, and it will be faster. Yeah, Tesla. I don't. I don't want a Tesla. I don't want an electric car. I just don't want one. You know, I, it's just not my thing. Um, I mean, if he, once again, if someone gave me one for free, I'd certainly drive it around. But I, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like as much fun. Uh, they're very popular, though. We actually had to install uh, three charger stations at our country club for members that have bought them. I'll tell you what. If so, you, you know, ever drove one, one the club. like those fucking things are fun to drive. Like I still wouldn't know one, own one because I just can't do like the full electric thing. It just I don't I haven't bought into it yet. But like those fuckers right, right. are fun. But yeah, I heard they got ridiculous rocket acceleration. Um, excuse me. So that would be a good time. And I drive very little uh, on a daily basis. So 
as far as the demographics go, I'd fit for it perfectly because I don't go on long trips in my car. You know what we need to get you is we um, need to get you one of those smart cars. You being like seven foot tall and the smart car <laughs> being this little just box on wheels. Uh, no, nah, the, the smallest car I've ever owned, actually, uh, the, the Fiesta is pretty small, uh, but I think my uh, Fiat Abarth was a little bit smaller. I had a uh, 2013 Fiat Abarth, and goddamn, that is a fun little car. <laughs> it's not quite as fast as the uh, Fiesta, and it doesn't handle quite as well. It handles differently. Uh, the, the Fiesta handles corners amazingly well. It makes you feel very confident about corners, uh, like, like you can take them you know, like it's no big deal. You take a corner in the berth, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe I just made that corner. It, that's what it always feels like. It still makes the corner the same as the Fiesta. It just feels like you just barely did that shit though. Um, which, so it doesn't, you don't get the same level of confidence driving the Abarth. On the other hand, the, the Fiat Abarth has one of the most amazing exhaust sounds I've ever heard. Uh, and it's, that's just not me. A lot of people, uh, agree. It's basically the best sounding car you can buy for under a hundred thousand dollars. Which car is the best for um, under a hundred thousand again? No, no, the, the Fiat Abarth. I had a 2013 Fiat Abarth. It's the best sounding oh, car sounding, for under $100,000. Like that did not sound like the best car under $100,000 at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. You should listen to it. They sound fucking badass. And I don't know if this is true, but the the rumor was that Fiat tried 13 different mufflers on the car trying to get the right sound out of it. Uh, on the 14th try, they forgot to put a muffler in it, and it sounded amazing. It, so that's what they did. I don't know if that story is true or not, but Fiat Abarths do not have a muffler. They don't need one. They're, 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 it's only a four-cylinder engine, so it doesn't get super-duper loud, but it sounds fucking badass because of it. I'm surprised you just didn't buy the uh, Polaris Slingshot since you like trikes. Oh, no, um, no, I would never drive something like that on the road. I'm terrified of motorcycles and things like that, so I would never drive a like a motorized trike on the, on the road. I drive my tricycle on the bicycle on the uh, sidewalk because of that. I don't want to get hit. Sorry, I was I was always a little bit iffy about it, anyways, because uh, my dad uh, many years ago. Hold on a second, I got to drink a drink of water. I'm starting to get uh, stopped up. Sorry about that. <clears throat> many years ago, my dad, uh, who had had a bike, uh, was in a very bad accident. He was driving down the road, and someone made a left in front of him on a van. And he ended up uh, on top of the van, and his uh, motorcycle ended up in parts across the side of the van. And apparently, he was in a body cast for like a year and a half or some crazy shit like that. I don't know the details. That seems like a lot of time, so I, you know I might be wrong. But he got fucked up pretty bad. Um, and then my stepdad a couple of years ago was killed in a motorcycle accident. So I am very not about motorcycles. Man, uh, the, the I, ironically, is, a couple of years is much much larger than a motorcycle. Right, right. But still, it doesn't seem functionally, it'd still be the same if I think if like someone crossed the center line and which is what, which is, uh, uh, ironically, that's what happened. To my dad was exactly what happened to my stepdad. Someone made a left hand turn in front of him, you know, basically head on and hit him head on because he they had just started the turn. So he didn't hit the side of their uh, vehicle. He hit the front. Um, <clears throat> but uh, the slingshot seems like it'd be the same sort of thing. If that in that kind of situation, you'd still be just as fucked. Well, in that situation, so, you're probably yeah, going to so, be fucked anyway. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it depends. Like in my car, I'd have a better chance. In a big old truck I, like you have, I'd have a, a way better chance. Um, but uh, ironically, a couple of years before that, I considered uh, 
um, getting a motorcycle because it seemed like it might be fun and you could get one relatively cheap. Now, by but motorcycle, are because... you talking like an actual motorcycle or are you talking like a Vespa scooter? <clears throat> no, an actual motorcycle. Not a very big one, but like an actual motorcycle. I think this, I can't remember the sizes. Someone said like a 500 would be a good starter bike for me or something like that. Um, but I didn't do it because, you know, I'm clumsy. Uh, mid forties seems like a bad time to start to learn something like that. And being that I'd have to buy like a cheap older one, the fact that I'm not mechanically inclined made it seem like a bad idea as well. So because of all those, I didn't do it. And then when my dad was killed uh, several years later, it just reinforced the fact that it probably wasn't a good idea. It might be different if I lived out way in the boonies in some place where there's no traffic, but in this area, it's, you know, you're risking your life whenever you take a drive, basically. You just, you just can't commit to anything, can you? I committed to this show, man. Did it today, even though I felt yeah, like shit. Yeah, after you tried to get out of it. Yeah, it's got to be some sort of goddamn Guinness Book of World Records at this point. Longest running show ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you, can't, if you can't get up for an hour show a day when you have literally nothing going on in your life besides the podcast, something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't feel good, but I feel better now that I did the show. I would have felt bad about it. Missing the show would be like missing a workout. You feel guilty about it for the rest of the day. Um, but look at that. We've already pretty much finished up the show. You guys got anything else you want us to hit on before we get out of here? <clears throat> no, no. Okay. Well, I guess that's a show. Uh, remember tomorrow we will be interviewing uh, Invicta fighter, Serena DeJesus, uh, the Southpaw outlaw. She is a professional MMA fighter and the first female professional MMA fighter with autism. So we'll be speaking of her tomorrow at 6 p.m. Uh, you got anything else, Ryan? No, don't try to back out tomorrow. Oh, no, obviously I can't. I, I, she'd probably kick my ass and she definitely could. <laughs> and, and I couldn't. All right. And well, no, you're very far away. I actually see her occasionally. So I will hop on a flight right now. <laughs> bend you into a pretzel and feed you to your little dogs. Yeah. Like you're coming to Detroit for any reason whatsoever. That's a bluff. My friend, your airport is shit. <laughs> exactly. I heard it's a good airport. Yeah. Really? It's a shitty yeah, airport. Shit. It's not as bad as like oh, LAX or like O'Hare, but it's, it's Detroit. It's shit. <laughs> fine i see how you are anyways uh, i want to thank the og army uh always making the chat box interesting um shit until then uh we'll see you guys tomorrow night at uh, 6 p.m say goodbye ryan fuck every last one of you <laughs> you guys have a good night we'll see you tomorrow Screw you hippie